Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven. Coach told me when we're in Rome, we do as Romans. And when we're in Italy, we do as Italians. So, Italians, they eat pizza after the game. Tom and Buck starts now. I could use a slice of pizza. Or maybe something great from Beatrice Bakery. That would even be better. Uh, they have amazing fruitcakes, cakes in general. Have you tried the lemon drop cake yet? Oh, oh yes, it's delicious. I, that's my favorite. The chocolate liqueur is very good as well. Uh, but they specialize in all sorts of great bakery items, uh, Beatrice Bakery. Beatrice Bakery uh, bakes some of the best uh, fruitcake as well. I mean, you think, I don't like fruitcake. You'll love their fruitcake. Uh, dessert items from around the world. And they, they bake a variety of artesian cakes, liqueur cakes, breakfast breads, coffee cakes. Uh, their old-fashioned fruitcake, as, as we mentioned, uh, they're most popular. I think th- I saw something. They said that they use more... Uh, alcohol liqueur uh, than anybody around. Yeah, like, they purchased quite a bit of it. Yeah, they they um, and it, you can't. I mean, you're not going to get drunk. Obviously, it's cooked out of it, but it's great. It's great, great stuff. Um, so nominate your business. The somebody that would like that delivered to them. We feature nonprofits usually on our show. It doesn't have to be necessarily, uh, but you just go to the ticketfm.com at the top of the page. Nominate. Uh, your favorite nonprofit or somebody who just needs a smile. Absolutely. And uh, we'll deliver it to the office. Uh, today we have the Center for the People in Need. Um, I know Steve Sheridan very well. He's worked there for a number of years, uh, has always given service to others. And so we'd like to, to feed them uh, at least dessert uh, from Beatrice Bakery. But nominate somebody for next week. Yeah. Uh, just go to the top of the page uh, and do it uh, at the ticketfm.com. And we'll deliver goodies every Wednesday from Beatrice Bakery. Um, Nebraska basketball is not good. It's it's not. It's time to say it, right? In fact, you had the head coach Fred Hoiberg use the Q word. You had when your head coach, after ten games in the season, uses the word "quit." Now I don't think he didn't say they quit for the season, but he said look like they kind of quit last night. Yeah. Uh, that that's risky. Uh, I don't know if it's motivational or if it's just a dejected coach saying, "Man, this is uh, this is not going well." Uh, this is what Hoiberg said about the team. His concern going forward, Fred Hoiberg. Well, again, I mean, if you sit here and hang your heads and feel sorry for yourself, it's going to get a lot worse. So, you know, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. We got to bounce back with two energetic days and put this one behind us. And hopefully, it was a one one time deal. Maybe so. Maybe you can move forward. But 
a coach that's that dejected, uh, you're carrying that into the locker room, right? Yeah, it's going to, I mean, it's going to show, and hopefully that, I mean, but he's trying everything, right? I mean, he's tried to motivate them. Maybe, maybe if they can say that he's not mad, he's just disappointed, you know, that can maybe motivate them. So maybe this is just another motivational tactic, but, um, I mean, I, that's, I, I don't know how much, uh, if you're in that locker room, and he's he said that was one of the worst performances he's ever been a part of as far as coaching. Um, if that doesn't motivate you, I don't I don't know how how it would. I mean, if you care for the guy that you play for, right? Did you see signs of this, Fred Hoiberg? I did. I mean, you know, we had guys that didn't practice the last couple of days with the uh, you know sinus infections. They were all tested. They all tested negative. We've got one not here um, that's redshirting this year because of an influenza. Um, diagnosis still can't affect it I mean you know listen I you know I can sit here and pretend I was a very good player but you know if my shot wasn't falling I was going to run through a wall and find a way to impact the game and we had no fight just no fight tonight and that's that's the thing that just it's it's uh it's very disheartening uh disheartening there's a lot of adversity with this team how you handle how do you handle this adversity well you know again Indiana I thought we competed as you know, maybe as well as we had all year, especially on the defensive end. And tonight, the again, the lack of shot making, <clears throat> it just completely affected everything. It just sucked the air out of the out of the building. And you know, again, that's the true test of the type of year you're going to have is how you handle adversity. We have handled it pretty well for the most part. Tonight was about as bad as as I've ever been a part of as far as handling adversity. Well, they didn't handle it well in part because they did not shoot it well. 5 of 35, 14% historically bad in the history of college fought foot, uh, probably football as well. Basketball, <laughs> uh, it's, it's really, really bad. One of the worst shooting performances of all time. Here's Hoiberg talking about the shooting. We talked about that in the locker room. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, our shots early were great. I mean, there's no, no doubt about it. KSA hits two of them. We have probably five or six other wide open looks. And those don't go down, and you know th- those are deflating, but it can't affect your effort in the other end. Uh, okay, I-, I guess I disagree on some of those shots. I didn't think they were all of them good shots. Some of them were early, and they—he's right—they didn't fall, and that uh, led to frustration and defensive problems as well. He says he's never been a part of a game like that, Fred Hoiberg. I was right about that. I, you know, I've never been a part of one like this where we just quit competing, and you know, so discouraging. Missed shots early. It affected our energy all over the floor after playing a game last week, a couple days ago in Indiana, where the shot wasn't falling in, but man, we competed and guarded and rebounded and followed the game plan. Today, it was just, we were completely out of it. And it's embarrassing, it's humiliating, and got to find a way to fix it. But it's uh, very, very discouraging what I saw out there as a group collectively. You know, I thought Wilhelm fought his ass off out there. I thought he was battling. You know, we'll get a scan on him tomorrow to see uh, see the extent of the injury. But, you know, I mean, got to get back at it. Got a top 15 team that we're playing basically on the road on Saturday. And it's just unacceptable. It can't happen. Auburn on Saturday. Boy, have you do you remember a time when he was that dejected? Even among two seven-win seasons, 
<laughs> Maybe not quite. I think he has a little more hope for this team than he has in the past. But uh, I mean, it, it's you know somebody said it earlier, and, and it's and it's hard. And a lot of people you don't want to make this connection because they think for years it, it's been something that's kind of brought Hoiberg down. It's because the football program's been struggling. But it's you know that's a that's a guy that we've heard from Scott Frost at the by you know I think mid season or even last year mid season didn't have the answers. This seems like a, a, a guy in Hoiberg that's looking that doesn't have the answers. I mean, he's looking for something. He doesn't know how last night played out. And um, I don't want to I don't want to jump ship right now. I mean, there's the tournament team that Nebraska had um, was at one point one in five. I think right. this is good. Bach. This is therapy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a little optimism. Give me your case as to why Nebraska will turn this thing around. Well, there's just plenty of time. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. I think that they have some options that they can tweak with. Some people disagree and say that they recruited to the system and, and can only play that system, but I think they have some versatility. You're just going to have to ask a little bit different out of certain guys. Um, but, yeah, that tournament team, uh, up until January 23rd, if, if you remember, that loss to Purdue – or to Penn State, excuse me, dropped them to one and five. They were a bad Penn State team. This is back in 2014 yeah. or whatever, and they dropped them one nine and nine overall and one and five in the league. There probably wasn't much hope yeah. for that team to make a run, and they did. So Nebraska still has plenty of times. I I, I think uh, they have a lot of young players that are kind of growing into their roles and trying yeah. to understand uh, what they're going to be asked to do. But I just think that this is. I I think you have to move away from the system, um, even that you recruited them to 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 more. Work with what's working with um, your personnel, not just your personnel, because the personnel can be a yeah. shooting type of team. But it's it's yeah. it's what your players are doing now. Um, if if you go big, if you bring yeah. Walker and Andre in, you know maybe it does clog things up offensively, but maybe you rebound more right. and you're tougher to score on in the paint. Um, you know that sort of uh, strategy. Maybe Webster and Verge together on the court can be more of and you know have have those guys trade yeah. off attacking and opening things up for opponents and because those are guys that can kind of open it up for their for their for their uh, friends for your, for their teammates. So yeah. I think there's some options here, and I know that people don't like it's not the prettiest basketball. It was awful to watch Doc Sadler melt the clock and finally yeah. just find something. They, but I'll but maybe maybe if you limit possessions. You know, play more in the '60s than trying to outscore the the, the Michigans of the world in the '80s. Uh, much better shooting teams. I mean, if, if you shoot this bad and 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 just challenge anybody to a shoot off, you're going to lose because they, you yeah. just can't hit them. Um, so I I think that that sort of strategy needs to be dialed down, if not completely to the Doc Sadler, right. you know, shoot with three seconds left on the shot clock type of strategy, um, but just maybe limit possessions, go big, try something, because this is not working, and it doesn't seem to be like they're just on a on a bad streak now. You're um, 10 games into the season. Um, this might be kind of who you are, despite the fact that you believe in them as three-point shooters long-term. It's, it's not right now. Here's the thing. Uh, the first thing I would do to fix this, uh, and Hoiberg was asked that, uh, do you consider changing styles? Uh, let's listen to this uh, bite first before I answer the question, what would I do to fix it? Uh, do you consider changing styles of play, Hoiberg? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consider everything the next two days. Okay, well, then maybe he's listening to this show right now and listening to some <laughs> of our ideas about what we would change. First thing is, not everybody gets the green light. Sorry. Uh, if if you haven't proven in a game, maybe more than once, uh, that you can shoot it at a high level, you don't have the green light. And 
I think Breidenbach will be that guy eventually, but he doesn't have a lot of confidence that he's going to make it. Um, he doesn't look like he, he did. I think in that Colorado game, he shot it pretty well. Uh, so no green light for you. Sorry. Uh, that may come at some future date. We'll keep an eye on how you're shooting. Uh, and maybe we'll allow one a game. Uh, Keon Edwards has not shot it well in games yet. Um, maybe you don't have a green light uh, right now. Defend, rebound, do the gritty stuff, which Nebraska desperately needs, and maybe you can earn the right uh, to f- shoot a few more threes. I mean, I, I does, know this, this, does Let Mayen have a green light? No. Um, he has a semi What's what's an offshoot of green? It's like uh, <laughs> he, he he has uh, you're allowed to shoot three a game. Okay, you can shoot three in a game uh, lat, uh, and then if you make all three, the next game you can shoot four. <laughs> um, uh, but tra- there's just some guys like Tominaga and Lat, and I know Lat has oh. um, you know makes impacts on the game that yeah. aren't seen on the stat sheet, but there's only so much of that yeah. that you can buy into as well. I mean um, he. That's what they're here for. That's no. why they're here. They, no. That's and that's why some people say it's, not it, working. It, it's hard to, it's hard to move away to a different philosophy because they recruited guys who are specifically uh. shooters to shoot, and so I mean, but at that yeah. at that point, if they're not doing well and they're not, and that's you're changing that philosophy, it might be that Letman doesn't. Um, start or doesn't get um, as many minutes. He's already losing, um, and that's it, not a crazy thought. That's um, already been happening. He doesn't play um, starters minutes because he hasn't been hitting. Uh, I would give Tamanaga the green light, but I, I would limit the number of uh, shots I want him taken from three. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think he's very good when he gives a ball fake, scoots to the side, either shoots it over, uh, shoots an open three, or attacks the rim. I I like when he has a shot fake and attacks the rim. He's pretty good in distribution uh, toward the rim. So I'd like to see him take fewer threes. Alonzo Verge, his penetration is his thing. I would like to see him attack the basket, get his feet in the lane, and then either shoot a good shot or distribute. Um, but I don't want to see Alonzo Verge taking a lot of threes. Obviously, Derek Walker, that's not his game. Kobe can take a few, and CJ can take. Uh, I think CJ ultimately will get back to being CJ. Yeah. Uh, so I would like my three-point shooters on this team ultimately to be Tamanaga and CJ Wilcher, uh, and maybe a little bit of Kobe Webster. Lat's got a few in there, but I don't think it. I don't think everybody has earned the right to be getting the green light at this point. No green light for you. If you if you haven't made at least proven in games that are meaningful, that you can make them, why are you allowing everybody to shoot them? And the first open shot is not always the best shot. I love watching teams like Creighton, who turn down good shots all the time to get great shots. I, I think Nebraska doesn't even do that. They just take the first open shot in many cases. Uh, and there's somebody with a much better shot. And then that guy, sometimes with a better shot, could turn that down to get a layup maybe. Um, that's what really good teams do. They they play for each other, and I don't see enough of that with Nebraska playing for each other. Um, Bryce McGowan's, I think, is a very good basketball player. I'd like to see him do his thing attacking the rim. 
because he's such a good free throw shooter, if he can get fouled, that's automatic too. That's an automatic two for him. Yeah, and he does a lot of the contested threes where it yeah. kind of just kind of pulls up, and he's your you know one of your best players. So sometimes your best yeah. player gets the green light to do whatever he wants. Yeah. But I'd agree with that. Uh, it's interesting watching him develop because he's still clearly yeah. at that stage where if he's better than you, he could pour it on. But if he's got competition, I mean, and he's used to be, you know, anybody yeah. get on the court with, he's better than, yeah. you know, other than AAU ball where, you know, you, you have your competition. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's kind of struggling when the opponent has an answer for him. And it doesn't yeah. have to be a better player in totality. It's just maybe someone at a little more speed or can get in front of him or whatatever yeah. it is. Um, you know, it he, he's, he's just kind of stuck in this his yeah. position where if he's got your number, he'll score 18 and he'll go to the free yeah. throw line 12 times in that yeah. game. But if he doesn't have your number, he'll shoot two of nine yeah. and get six points. Yeah. Uh, Frederick Frank points this out. Frank, uh, Creighton not having a great three point shooting year, 300th in the nation against uh, in in the nation at three point shooting, although they were very good against Nebraska. I mean, that I seems, like everybody else. like everybody else. They they tend to have a career night. That was a career night for Michigan. They've never made fifteen under Jerron uh, Jawan Howard. They've never done that before. Uh, but it feel felt Creighton had a similar night. Um, and it tells me it's not just obviously shooting the three; it's defending the three. Uh, if you could solve just those two things this year, shoot around forty percent from the three. And defend at say you know make teams around thirty percent, then you got something. Nebraska will win games if they can do those two things, which I think is what Hoiberg was expecting this year. Well, it's got to be something though. That's the real problem is they don't have a strength, right? I mean, maybe if you give up the three we point, that's shot. what it would be, right? But if the three point shot's not falling. You know, maybe really focus on rebounds. They don't rebound. Maybe really, really spread the ball out well and, and get assists. They have not been able to get assists the last few games. Um, six last night. You know, defense is obviously not the calling card when you're giving up over 100. Um, so what? what is it that they do well? It's hard for me to answer that. I, I, what, what would you say? What is Nebraska's best quality as a team that they do well? I think they shoot free throws okay. That's right. Uh, and, and that was a big problem last year. Nebraska, if they can get to the line and get fouled, they make them. They were 16 of 21 last night. They've been right around 70, 75% this year. I think that's your best chance to win games is get fouled. Attack the rim. Turn down the three. That's what I'm saying. Certain guys maybe still have uh, somewhat of a green light, uh, but I would like to see them do what they do well. Alonzo Verge can get to the rim on almost any team in the in the country. I think Bryce McGowan's is big and tall enough, or at least tall enough, where he's a pretty good finisher at the rim. It's what Derek Walker does. I mean, he was one of the top field goal percentage guys in the country, and his free throw shooting is not that bad. Um, he's improved that. Uh, I'd like to see Lat attack the rim more often, uh, and I think he's a decent free throw shooter. There's not a lot of bad free throw shooters on this team that I can see. I think that might be one of your secrets. Uh, they've been a pretty good field goal, uh, two-point field goal shooting team. Do more of that. Attack the rim and work inside out. Maybe you can start shooting threes once you see the ball go through the hoop you know, yeah. at the rim um, or at the free throw line. I, that's what I would – baby steps. Do something that – I mean, Hoiberg talks about simple plays all the time. Make the game plan simpler. And – Three, shooting threes has not been simple for Nebraska. It's it's not something they do well at all. 
I did want to depress you a little bit more. The three-point shots last night, we know, 5 of 35. Um, I've got a number for you, 5 and 36. What do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 10%? Well, it's 12%, which is worse than 5 and 35, but it's 5 and 36. That is Fred Hoiberg's record in the Big Ten. It's worse than even their three point shooting uh, wow. <laughs> percentage last and night. I was thinking of you know fourteen wins total uh, the first <laughs> yeah. two years. Uh, that that is depressing. Thanks for sharing that, Bach. There you go. I, feel, I feel terrible. Does that help? Uh, so oh. you feel bad about five and thirty five? How about six and thirty six? <laughs> five and thirty six. Yeah. Five and thirty six. Uh, yeah, that, that's terrible. That's a twelve percent. Uh, that's that's. I mean, that's why. I mean, this. That's why it feels like the the turnaround needs to happen soon and why the pressure is there and the no answers is is that this is year three and you know I just I mean it is it is tough to be a Nebraska fan when Hoiberg and Frost were hired and put together you just thought okay this might take a minute but these are the best hires that Nebraska's made I mean these are relevant hires and it just neither one of them is taking off and and you know and at this point I've said all along it's not fair to lump Hoiberg in there with Frost, but it's year three, and and it doesn't look like a lot of hope right now um, for this system, at least with this personnel, to take off, and um, I I mean, so you're just kind of left with, what do you do? And I, I think you just have to Find out what your team is good at. Find out what kind of – maybe you have to carve it down. Maybe only eight guys can play with whatever system you have. Yes, because it's like a hockey line right now. Five new guys, not two new guys, come in like you saw under Tim Miles. Yeah. uh, With eight guys or nine guys playing. Nebraska does hockey lines all the time. It's five new guys. Or at least four. I mean, Uh, big substitutions. I I think it's, it's tough sometimes to develop a little chemistry that way. Uh, to to know always the spacing and where guys are going to be when there's always a new group coming out. And I think that's that's what he wants to do, like the NBA does. Here's five new guys that play the second quarter or play, you know, the end of the first quarter into the second. He, he wants to do that. He's treating this like an NBA franchise. But it's not working because you don't have NBA shooters. You don't have NBA talent. Um, we thought maybe it would be better. And I think there's still guys that will play in the NBA on this roster. Um, but Nebraska doesn't need, I mean, because I could see it happen. And, hey, this is a disaster, so let's try a whole new roster again next year. Oh, no. No, yeah. you can't do that. Not there, in year four. There are guys that aren't going to make it. I mean, but that's that's always going to be the case with any team, and it's, it's going to be the case, I think, with the way that Matt Abdomasi and Fred Hoiberg recruit, uh, that if it doesn't work out, they're probably going to move on. Uh, but you don't need 10 new guys next year. That that can't happen again. They've got to find a way to make this thing work with the guys that are currently on this roster. And I understand Bryce McGowan's might have an opportunity to play in the uh, the G League or even you know get drafted high in the NBA. Who knows? That's still on the table. Alonzo Verge is counting on that. Um, I get it. Uh, there are guys that are looking to you know be here a year or so and move on to something bigger and better. Uh, hopefully professional basketball, but Nebraska needs some continuity in the worst way. Uh, so this thing, well, we thought they had some of that entering this year. That's what yeah. part of the frustration. Yeah. And this is, this isn't just all a young team. I mean, th- yeah. these guys have been here. Uh, it, the excuses are over. Um, I think, yeah, or may, maybe we'll still get them. Uh, and the excuse this time is, Hey, we had some six guy sick guys. I get that. Uh, they did. I mean, that's a real thing. The flu has gone around this team, but that effort, I don't care how you feel. Uh, the effort has got to be better than what we saw last night because that was atrocious. It was terrible. 
And the but coach, I mean, the game was the game was over in the first half. So I don't care. Once you're down that much, I understand why they're chucking up threes and trying to. You know, I I I I get what you're saying, and I know that it's not acceptable. Um, but you, I mean, we've all been in games where you just know you're outmatched and you're down by twenty, and you know if you play another half, you're going to be down by another twenty. And that's what I, that's how um, it turned out. The first half was the same as the second half. Um, there was no fluke about that first half. They lost um, fifty-one to thirty-two. The first um, half, they lost fifty-one to thirty-five in the second half. Here's what Nebraska should do as long as we're solving all the problems and it kind of reminds me of some of those uh, James Palmer uh, type teams um, just attack the rim uh, make it as ugly as you possibly can ugly it up because that's what it kind of looks like sometimes with the verge anyway it's dribble 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 attract attack the rim which you saw a lot in that era uh, Shields Palmer uh, Petaway that era in general uh, under Tim Miles attack the rim Try to get to the to the free throw line. Maybe burn some clock, uh, shorten the game, and use what you do well. Alonzo Verge. I think uh, you know Bryce McGowan's could be that guy as well. You have a few other guys that could you know score around the rim. I, I think Walker or Derek Walker certainly is that guy. That try to live by the two and get to the free throw line. And then if your three comes around because you're not thinking about it all the time, more power to you. Well, and I know it would be hard, too, to kind of put a movement, you know, have too much movement in your offense. Right now they're all about spacing and, and kind of, you know, hoping to open the crate, you know, create the open shot that way. Um, but, you know, maybe some double screens for a shooter instead of just um, passing the ball around until somebody has to shoot. Um, so, I mean, I think they could get some movement. They're pretty good at cutting uh, with, with what they're doing now. So, I mean, maybe add to that. Um, but I, I just think there has to be more than just – Let's sit in in, in 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 sit in our spots and wait for Alonzo to you know open yeah. it up small shifts this way or that way. Um, again, that's the offense. That's the yeah. idea for the long term. But you can't. They're they're not coaching for the long term now. You can't coach to recruit in the future. Even though you're coming off a great recruiting yeah. class, you, you eventually have to build and you eventually have to win. And that's where they're at. And maybe again, I maybe I'm not as frustrated as everybody else because I think that at least this will show. Um, the, the coaching staff at least is, is at, to the point of so frustrated that they're going to try something else. Yeah. I think there's enough versatility, uh, enough bodies on this roster yeah. that you can, you can put something together better than the product that they're running with, with the personnel they have now. Uh, speaking of threes, the best three-point shooter of all time, or at least he will be, maybe after tonight, Steph Curry. Uh, he has one more guy to pass to have the all-time record. Our guy, Celtics. Ray Allen. I no longer. I no longer <laughs> would claim Ray but, Allen. I didn't either. Once he left, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Went to the Heat. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way. But then I welcomed him back. Yeah, he's still. He was it, all one of my favorite players. Yeah, he, he's a he's a great basketball player. But uh, Steph could do it tonight if he hit 16 threes, which has never happened in an NBA game. Uh, he would <laughs> pass. He would pass Ray Allen. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, some also some NBA news. Our Celtics were beaten by the Lakers last night, uh, and we'll continue to talk about the the new coaches. Uh, three of them are in the house. Nebraska needs one more. Will it be a running back coach? Will it be a special teams coordinator? What do you want? And uh, we'll take our guesses, our stab at that. Coming up next. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven a ticket in your app store. To stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are, this is Tom and Bach.